Pickaxe. Try, try, try. Oh. A whisper, a whisper in the. It's like a like like something out of Twin Peaks. You're out. You just been to the diner and then you're walking home along the side of the road and there's like the uh, the the great pine trees of the of the northwest and it's all quiet and then you can just hear a whisper through the trees. Triforce. Just but run, that's, that's, just you know, start running and never stop running. running. <laughs> and then you, yeah, that's when you got to do the Laura Palmer. It's like Palmer a horror movie, yeah, 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 the yeah. scream. You're being chased. Yes. <sighs> you can hear like a heartbeat. I'm sure we've spoken about this before. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, I want to tell you about the, the, the toilet story. The problem with yeah. that is just uh, just leading into yes, and then just like really umming, uh, um, like um, uh, like uh, um. We should do an so episode, like, a supercut episode. This just us saying uh, and um, cut it to sound like a conversation. Um, yeah, or or like cut the different. If you do a super cut of all the ums and you get like all the tones and stuff maybe with a bit of auto tuning we could do an album of just right. uh of just ums you know right. it's, it could be like that like mongolian throat singing except that it's oh. um it'll be like mm. uh, us three except it'll be an bad to 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 some of the greatest hits known to men i do like you know that. i do like the, the who um, the who? They're like they're like this Mongolian folk rock band who have the the, the um, Mongolian throat. The who are not a Mongolian folk band. Well, it's the who with the, the H U, not the, the okay. who. Yeah. The who? Not the the who is the who? The who? <laughs> right. <laughs> the who? Uh, yes, that might be a bit old now. I don't know. My my taste in music, I think it's like um, I get like this idea of oh, this is cool and new, and then I find out it's like actually like ten years old now. It quick, quickly happens to us, you know. Nice. We try, we try, we try and catch up. You know, how do you feel about your dad picking up something new that sort of shouldn't really, you know, like my mum being on TikTok or like, you know, things like this. Like, it's just that it feels weird. It feels wrong. Somehow. Yeah, I don't know. My, I like my my parents. The last time they picked up something new was probably Facebook, which you know, years ago or whatever, and and they haven't really touched anything else since. They just like to go on Facebook and share casserole recipes and do whatever it is that they do on there. You know, I don't think they're doing anything crazy. You know, like I don't think they're like, um, you know, chiming in with like, uh, you know, like um, people that are, are are spewing out like hate speech or anything like that. Mm. Like, I think they just ha they're part of like a couple of like uh, enthusiast clubs. Like, I think my dad's part of like a World War Two uh -oh. enthusiast club okay, sort of thing okay. well, I thought you were going to say like um, swinging they, or... no they where they share pictures of like you know trips they've taken to go see the Normandy landing beaches and stuff like that we've talked about this before sure there's this yeah. there's this there's this thing that happens where you for when you have kids you're like you shouldn't be looking at that and then eventually it switches over and you tell your parents you shouldn't be you shouldn't be looking at that you shouldn't you know? be doing that yeah <laughs> you should be you should be on that all the time yeah um and uh, world war 2 is one of those things that is you have to reach a certain age to become interested in it, I think. You know, it just mm. wasn't interesting me when I was a kid, uh, when I was a teenager. I, I preferred fantasy universes and space and, yeah. you know, uh, everything else. You know, no no teenage boy or girl 
is we'll enjoy, enjoying their young adult World War II fanfic. No, whatever. I, I used to really like Mad Magazine. I don't know if you guys ever read yeah, Mad yeah, Magazine. I was big into I, that. I really Even liked. Though, like, um, but, but don't you remember when you were reading it as a kid? It was a bit like, and I think The Simpsons. I mean, The Simpsons definitely was inspired a lot by Mad Magazine. They reference it constantly in the in sure, the, the show. Yeah. In the in the first ten seasons, anyway. Yeah. And then when it was written by a bunch of old old funny people instead of young unfunny people, sorry, modern Simpsons fans, but that's a whole different conversation, I guess. I, I used to read it, and a lot of the references would go right over my head. Yes. And the same is like the Simpsons did the same thing, um, where they reference things from way back that just made no sense to the young people watching the Simpsons. And even now, some of the, I mean, the, the original Simpsons episodes were super old. It's like 90s. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the references then were old as fuck. Well, I remember, I remember, I've said this before, I'm sure, but when I used to go to the video shop and rent something, they would usually give you a free Simpsons VHS with it, right? Whenever wow. you rented whatever you were renting. Wow. And so I ended up watching it. All the all the early seasons of, of The Simpsons as a kid, and I remember finding not really finding it funny, but my parents laughing a lot, yes. which is kind of weird because you know I think we they they were almost like oh we'll get this for you, knowing that they would actually probably enjoy it more. Than well, it's funny were. because my mom always it was... hated that show. She never gave it a chance, really? and I'm like, do do you have any idea how good the good Simpsons episodes are? Like they're mind bendingly good. And she was like, "No, no, load of rubbish." I was like, yeah. oh, "Damn!" It was a it was a cartoon that was on kind of at night, though, right? Which was at the time was not not yeah, very yeah. commonplace, yeah. you know. Like it, it was, was prime time. It was a prime, prime time. Prime show. time. It was on at like eight eight p.m., you know, and it was also, a cartoon. I'd like to just say something because I realize people are going to think that there's some deep irony in me saying that my mum doesn't give things a chance. And I know that anime fans out there are currently rubbing <laughs> their hands in glee and preparing to tweet. I mean, oh, period. Oh, how rich. I have watched anime. I have watched anime. I have watched every anime, but I have watched anime. My my opinions. I think it's easier than ever these days to watch anime. Like I like my kids watch a lot of Netflix. All they seem to watch is anime. Like uh, I, I, there's just tons of it on there. It's cartoons. It's just cartoons. That's all it, it is. is. It the, is just cartoons. Yeah. Have you seen the Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix anthology thing? It's yeah. Like so kind of I watched the short... first series. And it's, it's, it's some so of it's okay, miss. some yeah, of it is It's, it's like awful. the most hit and miss show you've ever seen because... My son yeah. really likes um, that Avatar one, The Last Airbender, you know, with the, the, oh, yeah. the little yeah. bald great, kid. Great, great series, yeah. yeah the name just one. makes me laugh, The Last and, uh, Airbender. I know, yes. it's, it's such a weird fucking show. And then there's, a, I think there's like some other series um, like beyond that. Uh, it, like in the same universe, but it's like it's like the story's moved on a bit. Like uh, right. there's one called like uh, Cassandra or something. I don't know. It's like some Legend it's, of Korra or something. Oh uh, yeah, that, that might the... be it. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like a girl, but she's like the great granddaughter of like the bald kid or something. I don't know. He was trying to explain it to me the other day, and it seemed like kind of interesting, but uh, like um. He has it on in the background, so like I, I watch it from time to time, especially like if I'm just like you know rocking the baby off to sleep or whatever. And it's not it's not too bad, you know. Like I, I don't mind if it's on because like I can just if I'm just sitting there doing nothing, I have at least something to watch, and it's not it's not like as tedious as like uh, you know like CBBS or something like that. You know what I mean? Like at least Again, it's... Avatar is like relatively. Uh, uh, so animes are on episode nine thousand. Yes, know, like one yeah, I noticed there's lots and lots of episodes and, of it for sure. And 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 so, an Avatar, I think, is this thing that was three seasons, maybe four. I can't remember. And it's 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 well rated. And and I've I think I've watched it a long time ago because it's old now. But 
I remember really enjoying it at the time yeah. and it not being like it, it not having necessarily been like a children's anime but certainly being like just it was just good it's just emotional it feels a little offbeat doesn't it because it's um it's it's a cartoon but it's not not really like a traditional kids cartoon if you like you know like yeah. it, like if you like the stuff that they would watch on like um fun like nickelodeon or whatever you know like like they and they watch some of that stuff you know they watch like uh teen Teen Titans and um, was this like the Loud House or something? It's like a well, big house full of kids. It's one of these. I think. I think it's one of these. This this is a magazine in Japan called Weekly Shonen Jump, which has been going for a very long time. And it's the sort of one of these. It's it's a classic kind of young teen male anime, well manga, obviously sort of magazine where it's, it kind of takes a mix of popular things that are going and this is where a lot of things like naruto and i think probably even like bleach i don't know a lot of things got their start dragon ball z came out of it you know loads of loads of things have kind of that's it's kind of it's a strange thing to think of it as this kind of teen comic i guess they're it's just very aimed at that group and it's kind of it is young adult in the in the but it's young adult male as opposed to um kind of young adult female which i guess is more things like divergent and maze runner and hunger games and that kind of that yeah. kind of oeuvre you know i was uh, i was interested i've never read or watched uh hunger games like because i, I when it came out i just figured like ah oh, this is just it's for kids probably yeah. it's not for me it's like a you know a teen thing or whatever i mean i think it is young adults, but after but... reading uh red rising i was i was interested like in that sort of um because because you know like a lot of red rising especially like uh like i guess it's the first book i think or is it the second book in the, the, in the, the, the first, first trilogy is pretty teeny. I they think. have yeah. that really big Hunger Games esque. That's the first book, yeah. Bit, mm. Right, and uh, and I kind of liked uh, the whole uh, thing around it. You know, I think I was playing a lot of battle royales at the time as well. Yeah, so yeah. it was like I don't know. I just wanted to to consume more uh, media like around that sort of thing. Uh, but I still never took the plunge. <laughs> just... It's difficult, really. Yeah, because like, I guess we don't. We don't have very good like categorizations of where that fits in, right? Yeah. It definitely fits into the sort of, you know, Ender's Game, but also Hunger Games y worlds, right? But definitely feels a little bit older. But it, but it's hard to know when they're on the shelf, like where they're gonna fit and where they're gonna land. And and sometimes they're still a good read, even if they skew younger or older or whatever for, yeah. for certain groups. But yeah. It's like I guess it depends how how what you're looking for. It's I think it's tr a tricky I just, I'm just almost like, I'm not worried for for you picking things for your kids to read, but I can understand. But we, we read stuff when we were young. It was yeah, way of course. too old for us, probably. And well, coming back to what I was saying originally, Mad Magazine is something I used to read a lot when I was young. Mm. And it just made me think, I remember drawing, do you remember uh, Spy vs. Spy? That was really good. Yeah, the, yeah. The, like the, the so comic. They, they brought out a, a game. Spy vs. Spy, the computer game. What, like, what, recently? No, this was years ago. And it uh, was, so I remember there was an NES game, a Spy vs. Yeah, Spy Yeah, but it was NES a split-screen player versus player game, and you had to go around in this environment and set traps for the other spy. Um, and it was really, really good. Like, it, it good seemed... Good Lord, 1984? Yeah, it was a bang. Is this what we're talking about? Let me look it or up. Or there's a PS2 game No, 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 this is... Yeah, Spy vs. Spy, 1984 video game. So if you look at that, it was, shit, it was genuinely dude. really good. I mean, it was a, it was split screen, so you could both play it at the same time. 
and you were against each other. You had all these traps. You could set bombs. You had to wallop each other and stuff. It was yeah. Great. This it might be like similar to the. I, I'm sure there was an NES game, but man, I used to love drawing like the little uh, spies, like with the with the like the big cartoon bombs and guns and and stuff. We used to we used to draw them like all the time and at school. And another one that we really liked was uh, was Captain Klutz. You remember him? He had like the uh, he had like that he had like a, a mask, but it was um, I can't remember the artist's name. But he basically like everybody looked like a uh, like Gonzo. They had these big fucking like weird. Oh, Captain Clutch! Yeah, no, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he used to wear like underpants, and he yeah, had like yeah. the big goofy shoes, and like the he had the mask with like little wings on it and stuff. Yeah, I used yeah. to draw him all the time as well. Yeah, I just, he like, was I don't great. know. It was just uh, it was just such a it was such an odd. Uh, magazine, but there were so many things that I remember from it, and and I remember loving it. I used to love the the um, the, the the back of the page, uh, the, the back of the magazine. Remember, you could fold it, and like if you folded like the big picture, it would always make the like that Alfred E. Newman's face like yeah, out of the, that the face was, was all over it. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I never knew if he was real or what the deal was. So it was I don't know. Ringo, yeah. Ringo Fode and Bone is his name. He is a helplessly inept man, utterly absorbed in reading comic books, to the point that he was kicked out of his parents' house. Hang on a sec, this was written in 1967. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Comic, um, comics back in the day were seen as like, they, they were, it was the same sort of panic about comics that there was subsequently about video games, yeah. and that there is now about TikTok and phones. Parents say, oh my God, it's corrupting our youth. It's so, always been there. Something has been corrupting the youth, and he it used was to like be a, comics. a parody of superhero characters. Like before, like like before, he was the original Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> attempted to commit suicide by oh. hanging himself. He was so inept that he broke the the towel that he used and inadvertently became wrapped around his head, giving him a mask. Um, which was no, no, sorry, he got a mask that was originally a woman's hat being thrown away. Um, he crash landed in the middle of a robbery in Long John's and distracted the robber long enough for the police to capture him. Uh, so there he became this superhero. He did not lead a luxurious life, being reduced to homelessness at various times. Yeah. In one adventure, my new airy apartment what turned out to be a park bench. <laughs> he, he hoped to create an invention that would give him super speed so he could get a job delivering pizza. <laughs> nice. What? I mean, it, it was what? it was it was a weird comic for sure. I yeah, mean, the whole, a, a lot of Mad Magazine was really odd, but like the the main the main feature every week. This is going back. I haven't read a copy of Mad in a long time. No, but uh, they still published it either until recently or they still make it. I can't remember, but I remember seeing it when I went to the states. It would be in the the news agents and stuff like that. Um, and they would parody something that was popular that week. Uh, so when Star Trek: The Next Generation came out. They had a Star Trek The Next Generation episode of Mad Magazine where they parody it and they have a stupid crew and they do all stupid things. And it just, it was like a satire of whatever was popular right then and there. And then you'd have all your regular features and they'd be, you know, they'd be taking the mickey out of politicians and stuff like that. It, it was kind of like a comic mixed with the funny stuff from Private Eye. So it never did any investigative stuff, but there would be like wordy stuff in there that was like ma making fun of whoever was famous, you know. Um, it was, it was, I, I'm sure that an awful lot of comedians and comedy writers, I should say, start off in something like Mad Magazine, the way a lot of people start off with The Onion. A lot of comedy writers start off with The Onion and then moved on to writing for things like Jon Stewart and all the rest of it. Um, it th those kind of things are a hotbed for, for young writers to, to get a start. And 
have their work critiqued by other funny, clever people, Cut which is, I teeth. think, the key. I yeah, think I hate that, that phrase. I yeah. think they're still still making them by by the looks of it. Is it an online thing now? No, I mean, I think it's... I, it I is think it, an American magazine. Oh, final issue, April 2018. Of the original oh, no, magazine, but I think they're they're they're, uh, they're they're back though. I think there's there's more coming out. It looks like there's been some new ones recently. And the guy who the guy who did uh, Captain Klutz, Mort Mort Drucker, Mort Drucker. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He died in 2020, but he yeah. he, he was born in 1929. Holy crap! It's a long time ago. It's, I, I, it's a kind of jobbing comedy writer thing, you know, because you have these deadlines for the next episode. You know, you have to come up with something to satirize the, the, the events of the day, you know, and you've got these this group of people usually hanging out together, taking the piss out of stuff and just coming up with ideas. So it, it's really like it's kind of enforced creativity. It looks know? like it's all owned it, it, by DC now. DC, DC Comics. Oh, well, then, well to, you'd expect them to just to own it you know, now suck up everything wouldn't you one or one or the other well there'll be a movie soon Pro yeah probably yeah and uh and a tv series and and well, they, whatever else have you guys ever Wait, heard there of... was it was was mad tv based on mad magazine i seem to remember there being it was some... two a's in mad tv wasn't it I, wasn't there some some crossover there or something or maybe no, so mad tv Oh, it's a sketch show originally inspired by mad magazine so there you, oh, go. There you go sorry i'm yeah, thinking of go. mad city by um by Kendrick. Michael. No, no, no. Mad TV. That was like, um, yeah. it was kind of, it was like a, like kind of like a Saturday Night Live. It was, yeah, sketch yeah. Comedy but it, it was a, somehow worse, but it did have some pretty good cast members. Man, on it. it had some, it had some moments. It, there, they had. Um, do you remember the uh, the the skit Stuart, the, the grown man who's like playing as like a child, it, and like he would he would go to like the doctor or whatever, and he he just it was very sort of like like physical comedy. Comedy, you know, like he would, he would do like the sort of mannerisms of a child. But the guy was like six foot four, like like a fully grown man. But was he that had Will like... Sasso? Will Sasso was really funny. I always felt that he, I don't know he, if it was Will, Will Sasso. Will Sasso was like a big bold dude who who was really funny when Vine was popular. He he was really really funny on Vine. And then I haven't heard of him since. It's a shame. It's one of those people that sort of their career, the show they were on died and they never got onto anything else. Like, so it's just like, that's it for Will Sasso. And I mean, he may be doing great. I'm just saying I haven't heard of him. Yeah. Heard if you've never seen, like, if you've never seen Stuart on Mad TV, um, it's, it, I mean, some of it's kind of funny or whatever. It's like, it's, 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 it's probably like a, like a bit of a chuckle, but, and it's such an odd reference. I, when I was watching some of like the, the, the Jubilee coverage over the weekend and uh, <laughs> fucking Cliff Richard was on TV and they were interviewing about something. And he looks exactly like fucking Stuart from Mad TV. Like, he, with, like complete with the, with the, he's got fucking blusher on and shit. Like, it's unbelievable. Who's still into fucking Cliff Richard? Like, seriously, I don't know. why do we trot him out for things? Like, he's still this national treasure. Yeah, Who I don't gives know. a shit? Yeah. Go have a fucking lie down. Just sleep the rest of the, <laughs> the days away. Come on, Cliff. He can't stop. He's just, you know, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's got that razzle dazzle, um, you know, yes, quality he's about him. He's, he's, he's got to, he's got to get out there. He's got to be in front of people. You know, he's not just going to sit somewhere and have a nap or whatever. No, it not Cliff. Drives me mad. Cliff fucking Richard. He's, yeah. a, he's, he's a thing. He does look like a fucking walking scarecrow, doesn't he? He like, does a little bit. Yeah, he does. He looks like, yeah, like the, he does look like the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz now too. It's, uh, it's fucking it's, weird, isn't it? I don't know. It is weird. It's to pretty see funny. These, like people that, oh, we, we have such weird references and, and, and points and, 
And it's only going to get worse, right, when kids, when the listeners Well, grow maybe up, we right? should start writing for The Simpsons uh, and they could come full circle. We, we can oh my God. inject the show with all of our old ass weird Super fucking old. references yeah. that nobody gets. Yeah. And then in 30 years time, or God, might be even longer than that Simpsons has been going. Um, people will, will watch, will be watching it and not getting it. And chatting about it on their podcast, absolutely. We can keep that, keep that wheel, keep that, that keep ball. that wheel turning. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Wheel of time. Mm. I started watching. Um, I started watching that um, that show that's um, by the guy who did the Wire. That was well, the team that did the Wire. Uh, we own this city. Oh, I yeah. think it's called. Yeah, I started I watching. It seems, yeah, it seems pretty good so far. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's in Baltimore. It's based in Baltimore, and yeah. about uh, it's, it seems to be very uh, much about like uh, police brutality and stuff, which I guess is yeah. Like, no, I think it's more about dickhead cops this time. Yes, uh, like uh, really corrupt ones. I mean, yeah. the Wire definitely had a lot of corrupt officials in it, but th this is really a, a bunch of bad coppers uh, running rogue in Baltimore. But yeah, I can't, I can't say anything about it. I haven't watched it, but I, I did watch Julia which is a um, sort of biopic series of Julia Child, who was a chef in America in the 60s. Oh, wow. Um, and beyond. Uh, and she was six foot two. She had a very peculiar way of, of speaking, where it was an American accent that kind of sounded British. And like, she spoke like a bit about, like Fraser Crane. Yes, she was rather like Fraser Crane, that transatlantic <laughs> accent. She <laughs> spoke about the French cuisine. Bon. It's weird when you like watch um, when you watch footage of like um, people like like uh, people doing like say like a pref press conference or, or whatever like Americans in like uh, say like the fifties or the sixties their accents were 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 far different than they are now right yeah like, no they really are very different now I, like I you find, almost yeah. they almost sound a little bit um, I wouldn't say like like British but you know like they don't they don't sound as sort of twangy as they've become right like they like the, I, that that, that sort of general um, the that general american accent i'd yeah. like you to bear something in mind which is that i wonder if the americans did the same thing that we did where regional accents were basically not something you heard that much certainly not on british television for some time everybody spoke with the uh, received pronunciation and was like, welcome children to the television program. And we're now <laughs> going to enjoy Humpty Dumpty. You know, it was like that. Yes. And then all yeah, of a sudden yeah. it was like, let's, why don't we have people that actually sound like they're from the rest of Britain as well on TV. And now you're lucky that everyone on TV is not Northern. Every advert yeah. is certainly a Northerner. Apparently people trust, trust a Yorkshire accent more than any other accent. That's the most trustworthy Accent is it? that you can have in an advert is Yorkshire, which is why people like Sean Bean and all those other uh, people with Yorkshire accents are in every commercial going. If you need a new credit card, they could do a lot worse than this one, I tell thee. <laughs> That's you know, like, it's, like, yeah, it's like the it's like the SAS uh, narrator guy, right? Like it, it's it's that that well, accent. That's the estuary English. And that's the, the other tone sort of version, well, yeah. isn't it? That's that's kind of we've had. It was a time when the prime minister sort of shifted to from speaking. That 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 received pronunciation to this this idea of estuary English, which is like the London English, but but not. It's kind of a gentler version, and it's it's. It sounds it's, awful. Um, though estuary English just sounds like sewer English to me. Like that, it doesn't sound good. The name, the name is bad. I mean, received pronunciation sounds wank as well. Like I, I think basically people got sick of all that shit and just said, can people just speak with their normal accent and get on with it? Like that's fine. Um, I, I think the public started to not give a shit about 
te television basically became so many channels that why why would you stuff them all in and say everybody has to sound a certain way? I think there was a kind of liberating thing once television got out under just the control of the BBC, which was very much about you know the establishment and everything like that. And now you had all these other channels, especially channels like ITV and Channel Four. Which uh, and then Channel Five, they would just get anybody on. Like it doesn't matter what your fucking accent is or your background. So it kind of opened it up. And I don't know if America went through a similar Man, thing. Man, ITV where especially, more... fuck me, they oh, yeah, will just no, get can... anyone on. It's just the fucking it's worst. Bad. It's pretty bad. This is. I, I don't know. I I know what you mean though. She's got such high synth bouquet vibes, hasn't she? Yeah, she has. <laughs> child. And yeah, I, I don't know. There was this time of this transatlantic accent. It was certainly a big deal. I think it was some of these early film stars sort of popularized it as well, yeah. though, because yeah. people like was it Clark Gable, who 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 was sort of a big. Well, no, who was he? Was the guy Cary Grant? Was Cary Grant born in Bristol? Yeah, he was. So Cary Grant was this huge film star, obviously British guy, but became, you know, moved to America quite, quite young, became a big star. Um, and his, his, he sort of was this really, really obvious accent that, that was neither English or American, but became appealing to both at a time when Britain and America were still, you know, very, almost like vying for the superpower status, you know, in that sort of early uh, you know wartime kind Pre -Suez of pre-suez crisis yeah type, type you're talking about cary grant as an agent of well, sort of international yeah, in, diplomacy in a strange almost. way i think there, there were those those film stars at the time they always they had that there was i don't know it's, it's my nan's generation of film stars the humphrey bogart and he was I, honestly cary grant was, was great though and uh, i've tried for a very long time to perfect a Cary Grant impression. I don't know. But what's like... the point? Because he's it's such an old impression. It's like, I really want to nail my Charlie Chaplin. You know, it's like... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know of Cary Grant, but I, can, I, I can't place him. I don't know what Cary Grant sounds like. I think like, I so know I what he looks like, but I don't know He has specific... a, a strange voice. So he, he talks like like uh, it's a, a it's a American, but also with this strange Atlantic... Uh, twang to it it's, it's impossible to do you'd have you like you'd have to spend so long perfecting listen to carrie grant's what, voice uh, what what is his big uh biggest movie like that he's like most known i'd say for? north by northwest is probably the film that you would think straight away carrie grant because right. it, it's such a i mean it's a hitchcock movie it's a great movie he is absolutely brilliant in it i think that he was the first and i'm sure someone will correct me on this but i think he was the first movie star who could be the handsome leading man, because he was incredibly handsome, very dashing and charming. He could play a cad. He, he was very play James Bond-esque. Yes, you know, he, he, he could had have that British Bond. allure, but he really without being played Bond. Up, up himself. He sounds like, a yeah. bit like, like me. A Brit, I should check know? him out, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but he was also very funny. And I think that he was the first leading man who was happy to play the clown as well and be the object of fun. Right. And it made him even more likable. I think if you have the confidence to be laughed at or to be the butt of a joke for a scene, all it makes people think is you're more relatable. And Jimmy Stewart never had the dashingly handsome leading man thing. He was the everyman. And Jimmy Stewart was Jimmy the Stewart. Uh, was the Christmas miracle on Thirty Fourth. Yeah, Street Jimmy Stewart. Guy, right? Yeah, that, that, that was Jimmy Stewart. So he was the, he had oh, more of an amount. Oh, 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 those oh, kids are out there. Uh, the kids like, are outside. Uh, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. Throwing, Doodle nappies at us, honey. The, 
the doodle nappies. You know, it's like weird American old school phrase. He played yeah, these. Yeah. Well, he's sounds. the one who flew over the cuckoo's nest, isn't he? And who? Um, Jack. You're Jack Nicholson. They blocked me in the mental asylum, honey. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just a rebel without a cause. <laughs> You're thinking of Jack Nicholson, Jack. Nicholson. What am I thinking of the movie where he plays the lawyer? Uh, famous, really famous. Um, oh, um, that was. Um, he was the lawyer in uh, Boo Radley's. Um, what the hell was it called? What the fuck What's is the name of that? It's not the fucking. No, no, no. Why it, can't I think of it? Though? No, me neither. I can't think it's, of it either. It's we the all Boo know Radley it. book, right? Yes, it, people it, are screaming at us right now. I apologize, listeners. We're, we're trying. Have to no, don't Google it. Don't Google it. Do not Google it. It's on the tip <laughs> of my tongue. It's on the, the tip the, of mine as a, well. Is it Mockingbird? Yeah, to kill a mockingbird. To kill a mockingbird. Well, I thought it was what. That's why I said to Cook, I was like, what it was one of those birds. Uh, it's a bird, out. yeah. I kept no, thinking of mice and men for some reason. But that's not Cary Grant, I don't think. No, don't no, think that's, that's uh, that Grant. was Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, D- Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart, I think. It was. James Stewart, wasn't it? He I played know, the I, lawyer I didn't think in it was. Um, To Kill a Mockingbird. No, it's it's Gregory Peck. Come on, oh. Mrs. F is shouting from the next room. It's not Jimmy Stewart. She's shouting. Wow. We well, I got that. So not <laughs> this is how we're particularly ignorant on this subject. It turns out. I was yeah. sure that wow. it was though. I remember him being in a courtroom setting, and I was sure it was the Boo Radley one. No, no, no. So have- he, Jim, Jim, Jim. Stewart was in it. He was in a very famous courthouse movie. I'll look it up for you. Hold on. I mean, I've seen all of these. I just can't. Re- I don't I haven't watched oh, them all that right. often. Okay, you're. She is right. Well, of course, yeah, of course right. she's right. It's Mrs. F. She's always right. Holy uh, crap! Mr. Smith goes to Washington. He was in that. That's quite a famous. Uh, I love a, movie. some of these black and white movies. I went through the, like, this spate of watching loads of them a few years back like Rear Window and the Hitchcock stuff. And 12 Angry Men is the one I talked about with you before that I really enjoy. That's a great movie, it, yeah. Which is a great That's, movie. Doesn't that have like Jack Lemmon in it? And um, and uh, what's that other guy? That, it was Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. But, that's the but, odd couple. That's, uh, those, <laughs> that's, those were the pair. Yeah. That was the big pairing of the time, right? But that, <laughs> weren't they both <laughs> in 12 Angry Walter Men? Matt, yeah. No, I don't think either of them was in 12 Angry Men. Actually, maybe Walter Matthau was in 12 Angry Men. But I, I, I'm pretty sure it was just... It was just I think Henry it was around Fonda. his time, but he wasn't in. No, it, it was Jack Klugman. So Jack Klugman, interesting right. a fact here. For I say interesting for me when they so Walter Matto and Jack Lemmon made the Odd Couple movie, right? You know the fna 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 that scene in in the Odd Couple movie. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my yeah. sinuses are buzzed. Fna 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 fna. I don't remember that. So it's a it's a great scene. He's in a restaurant and his sinuses are blocked and he's doing that fna oh, okay. like that I over and over again. Now, yeah. Very funny. So. That was the old Is couple. They're the movie. original bromance, aren't they? Those two. No, they yes. hated each other. They that did. was the whole point. But that's the point. They're like mates who. They kind uh, of needed who... each other in a way. But so yeah. then they made it as a TV series. The old couple, which I loved as a kid. Anyone that anyone uh, that grew up in the states in the in the seventies or eighties will remember the old couple show. It starts off with the Felix Unger character picking up. Um, a cigar with the, his umbrella tip, and it, the music is da 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 da. Jack Klugman, who was one of the jurors in Twelve Angry Men, played Walter Matthau's character in the Odd Couple TV show. Oh, oh we that's, got that's where the confusion oh. is is setting in for me, because I remember growing up in uh, North America in, in the eighties, and we had on TV all the time a lot of those old ass TV shows, right? Like. Mm. They would play them during so the day. Oscar they, Madison they were just big character. filler shows. Well, it was the same here, right? Like the BBC and ITV, we, did, we didn't 
we did, they didn't get her that much budget, and they wanted to get them as cheap as possible. So it was these movies that yeah. were on a lot. You and always still had are. like the Adams yeah. Family, the Munsters, Gilligan's Island, oh, like all, all those old all ass those shows. things used to get shown over here in the Raw, in the eighties. Rawhide, remember Rawhide? Yeah, yeah. And, I used to show um, that all the what time. Was the, what was the one? I was on a ranch, Bonanza. That was where it seemed to go on forever. Oh, maybe I was thinking of Bonanza, actually. This is the old daytime TV shit that we used to get. And it was obviously 10 or 12 years old by the time. No, it was like... much older than that. Was it? Yeah. So The Odd Couple finished in 1975. And I was watching it in the 80s when I was a kid. You know, it was it was seriously Late deep 80s. deep into the, no no no. This was early eighties. I watched it in the states. What was the show the the G I Dream of Genie or whatever the the one where Bewitched. she was was that Bewitched? Yeah. Wasn't there one called uh, I Dream? Oh, there of was Genie I Dream of Genie. Yeah, yeah. But I think that was um, that was on a lot as well. I remember Bewitched was on. But I Dream of Genie was like. I suppose it was almost like a copy of The Witch, wasn't it? It, it was very, very American similar. American fantasy yeah. sitcom, uh, so where he has a, starring Barbara Eden as a sultry two thousand year old genie, and Larry Hagman, who was uh, uh, J.R. Ewing in Dallas, was an astronaut oh, with him. She falls in love and eventually marries. Fucking Dallas! Eh? It was really interesting because all these American sh shows were being exported all over the world, right? Yeah, and. It was kind of fairly arbitrary what who bought what and when and who they how they showed it. And so what you get is you get these like odd little kind of forgotten sometimes American shows being popular or more popular in some in Bulgaria or somewhere right. where they weren't <laughs> yeah. shown. Like how like um, uh, Benny Hill was hugely popular. Yeah, and they be in it became like a thing. Like look, look Mr. Bean is so popular in it was China. Huge. They've actually made <laughs> Mr. Just, Bean. Mr. Bean deserves new... to be popular everywhere. Honestly, the There's a new really? Mr. Bean movie. Live action Mr. China. Bean is fucking awesome. Is it's it really so fucking funny? Hell yeah it is. Come it's on, so good. Listen, in 2017, a Chinese movie came out called Top funny comedian the movie okay right. i'm not joking rowan axon went over there to be in it okay it never got a release out of china um and it got completely ignored it's got an imd rating of 2.6 but it's basically just a sort of bad mr bean movie with those of chinese comedy actors messing around Evander Holyfield is in it. God, oh, uh, my God, man, it's super weird. But was it a success um, in China? I, I, it's hard to tell. <laughs> I don't, you know, we, it's, we, you don't really get that kind of information. Yeah, but they do, they do love Mr. Bean, and it looked like a fairly decently budgeted thing. Live, I, I think um, the live action Mr. Bean is is great. Honestly, like uh, mm. if it's on, no, I'll the watch live it. action Mr. Bean is, is classic. Mm. It's and so it's, funny. And, and it's 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 global though. That's the thing. They don't need to dub it, or, yeah. or at least you know they only need to dub like the bit where Angus Deaton kind of complains at him or something in church. But some of it is so English. And, yeah, yeah. Some you know, of it is just like painfully British, isn't it? But it's like uh, I don't know. It translates, I guess, because there's not uh, there, there's just not a whole lot of dialogue in the show, right? So it's all a lot. A lot of things are just implied, sort of thing. And I guess that 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 sort of breaks down those barriers but it's uh it's 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 super funny but it, it's also funny to see the places that he goes and stuff of the time right because it's all very like early 90s right so it's everything just looks like shit and everybody just dresses like <laughs> right. shit and like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very funny it's, it's very a, of its time yeah like, it is very they, much they, of its he's time he's doing like the exams on these little desks and it's very sort of english strange school i remember yeah he's got, the swimming pool looks the very swimming shitty. pool looks like shit yeah <laughs> like everything just yeah. looks like fucking shit 
flopping the tea they're all you watching tv on these giant tvs it's fucking and... flat looks like shit you remember that one where, <laughs> yeah, where he's got you know that one i think it's like a new year's party where he invites his where he invites his like work colleagues over that's, that, that's so fucking depressing man it's so shit yeah. but it's so funny at the same time the fun i go to the fun fair i think and there's there's a couple of other ones that are just they just look like shit but there weren't that many you know there's there one, only 15 one thing or something. that you don't i i don't find you get as much on uh, north american tv because like uh i i feel like a lot of the shows that i watched as a kid um in in north america a lot of the the scenes and the settings were, were kind of like idealistic right like uh, like the houses all looked uh bigger nicer you know what i mean like you you didn't really have i'm sure there was some shows but i just don't i can't remember like off the top of my head but uh in in britain there's uh there are a lot of shows which emphasize like how shit things are <laughs> you know what i mean like rising damp and like you yeah. know shows like that where it's just like it's just kind of unapologetically like, like the 70s was was shit britain was in a really bad state yeah everything yeah. was broken things weren't working we were we was really run down um i mean i remember coming here in the in the late 70s and in the early 80s before i moved here and thinking what a dump like genuinely yeah. It was really very run down and crap, and then uh, we 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 we've changed a lot. Uh, we should be we should be you know p pleased with something. Certainly, the Elizabeth Line is a prime example of what we can actually fucking there do. There you go. When but, when, uh, when people put their really, minds to it, yeah. it was we were in a bad way, man. Yeah, some of the Elizabeth Line stuff I was watching is mental because the fucking under this London is just this fucking spaghetti nightmare of 500 years of civilization it's amazing and they've, it's 500 it's, uh, try 2000 well it's 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 just a, such a mess that some of these lines they were digging they had like half a meter of clearance between yeah, no, like they, it was crazy between some other thing and you know, this this thing's like this giant fucking tunnel and they have to like snake their way through so uh, I, I saw that about the the very small amount of clearance i think it's the northern line i think it goes over the northern line at some point on the on the elizabeth line and it is a tiny amount of clearance and i'm thinking they must have tunneled that so slowly because you'd be so worried about collapsing the tunnel beneath you absolutely. they must have been drilling like with a little hand drill slowly like trying to escape from a, a, a bloody pow camp oh, it, was like, it was like a great escape they're all going on their bellies on little pulleys to get the dirt out and dropping it out of their pockets because christ that's close listen i'm some surprised we don't have more like tough like collapses and stuff really judging by how many there are gold sips slightly off topic but relating to holes um hey. I, I don't know what <laughs> is going on 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 youtube but like i'm getting served up videos and they're they're it's all like really clickbaity shit it's like scientists can't believe what they found in this hole like and and you know, like, it's like, you know the thumbnail is like a picture of like an entire continent with a big hole in it or, or something but like these videos have fucking millions of views like who's watching this shit did, let me crazy. ask you a question did you click it at any point i didn't no because have I you just, ever clicked one of them never i've never once clicked one you I must just, have clicked I, something related to it. No, I did. I never did because I just think like, ah, oh, this just got to be some sort of joke or something that like I can't be bothered with. Like, I wonder if it even knows if you've moused over it. 
And it's it keeps continually them trying up to tease. me, and I never clicked one. I've never once clicked one. I think it probably one. like saw you linger over it and just, just <laughs> be like thing, confused. Though, We've almost got him. No, no, one, <laughs> one thing that does happen though, because this is on my tablet, and uh, the the tablet does get passed around a little bit. Oh. So if the especially if the baby gets her hands on the there tablet, you go. Oh, it's the kids it's watching. It's like it. forbidden fruit, right? She like if she gets it you're not getting it away from her until she falls asleep sort of thing. Yeah. So if she's pressing buttons and it's for some reason unlocked, she could have just been like clicking on stuff. My, my kids occasionally come to me with facts and I'm like, no love, that's bollocks. Like you've, you've seen a video, oh, wow. that's bollocks. And they were like, oh really? I was like, yeah. I said, anytime you hear this stuff, go and look it up. Seriously, Wikipedia is a decent But that's bet. the thing, they did look it up. They looked it up on YouTube and yeah, YouTube no, lied I, to them. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like you, you can't trust you, but they know they both know that by now. Yeah. Do yeah. you know do you know what actually woke them up to it? Was all those life hacks videos. Oh yeah. Where they tried to do some of them. They realized it didn't work. They were like, this is a load of bollocks, and they do not trust YouTube anymore. So I think if you want to prove to people that YouTube is a load of bollocks, so fucking life, the life hacks, hacks man, videos. are so fucking bad, <laughs> yeah. some of them. Like it's like you know, you can use lolly sticks and fucking, I don't know, super glue to make like a, a fucking new bike wheel yeah. or something. It's like, it's like fucking what? ridiculous. It's, it, but they they do try it's, like a, it's like a society of MacGyvers. Like, like yeah. what are you just <laughs> going to get like some. But some the MacGyver fucking... that doesn't escape. Just the shit MacGyver who. <laughs> MacGyver, how are we going to uh, get out of this let's one? Let's see you get out of this one, MacGyver. Oh, fuck. There's no toothpicks in here. Some I'm dead. PVA glue and a couple of toilet rolls. <laughs> MacGyver was. Still stuck. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> I'm dead. The lock is just stuffed with glued toilet roll down. <laughs> they go to empty out the tank. Uh, oh, yeah, it looks like we finally got him. He's dead. <laughs> and there's just like little fucking, like a little thimble comes out and like one, one cotton swab. <laughs> like a little piece of like He was trying to build some kind of escape kit, but I don't know he how he could build best. it with these stupid items. They don't even pay <laughs> an, an old toilet roll? Come on, MacGyver. What was, he, what was he fucking thinking in here? He was following this life hack oh, guide fuck. on YouTube. He fucking dies like in a back to tank. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> what was he hoping to achieve with this contraption? He tried, to, he tried to rewire it with a shoelace. This doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your phone or computer. I have installed uh, this week. In fact, uh, Honey popped up and saved me £10 when I was buying something online. Uh, so you can use Honey. It's easy to find. Manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. You don't have to worry about losing your coupon book. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right, Sips. You don't have to bring your coupon book around with you. Uh, be flat. But I, I've, I've had my coupon book. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to get it out of them. I've had it, it works. surgically attached to my arm, so I never lose it. Are you saying that this was a waste of time? I'm afraid so. This is your digital version of that. My life is over. It just keeps. Whenever I used to buy stuff online, I would always try. If there was a little discount code box, I would always try and find one. But you don't have to do that any no, longer. My digital coupon <laughs> book. Digital exactly. Coupon. Work with my Google glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I need the RoboCop vision from a coupon. I want an overlay of every coupon, <laughs> I need a coupon available. Overlay. A coupon. A heads-up display of every coupon available to you. <laughs> it works on desktop and you can get it on your iPhone on Safari. Uh, iPhone, that's that's what I'm talking about. My iPhone. <laughs> 
so you can get Honey for free. Joinhoney.com slash Triforce. That's joinhoney.com slash Triforce. You'll be saving saving yourself some money online when you buy stuff. So it's a tip. It's a recommendation. It's a good one. Nice. All right. Nice. Thank you. On with the show. Oh, God. They rebooted MacGyver a couple of times. I think Did they, they tried. I think oh, what right. they're forgetting is that a lot of that old TV that was so popular in the 80s, the A-Team, Knight Rider, was shit. Yeah. It was shit. And if you watch it again, you're like, wow, this sucks. Like, this is really bad. And they try to reboot it with the core idea. And the core idea is is okay, but you can't deviate too far or people that get nostalgic for the A-Team and shit like that and Airwolf and all of these watch the originals and think this is wank. The theme music for all those shows was banging, but that oh, was yeah. it. That yeah. was it. The show sucked. Trust me. I watched them. They were shit at the time. They're shit now. So if you do a reboot, you can't stray too far from the original concept. Or if people are going to say, this isn't a reboot. You just slap the name Knight Rider on something and it's actually good. But no, it's okay. going to be pretty much the same shit. Apparently uh, the, um, uh, on this topic, apparently the new Top Gun movie was pretty good. Yeah, people... I really want to see it. Really People are are rating it, saying that it's it's I, not not as bad yeah. as they thought it would be. Yeah. Well, I don't I know if that was just it's like just a, a very accomplished Hollywood movie. It's like it's 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 just done the formula very very well, which is obviously it fine. looks great. Yeah. I mean, the, That's the, the, fine, the fight yeah. scenes really look exceptionally good. What, um, did, weren't the most of the flight scenes filmed in uh, in Britain? I don't know, maybe. God, and apparently they spent a, a shit ton of money. Um, hiring out these these jets or whatever for these scenes and tom cruise was not allowed to actually fly one ever i mean he would want to they he would, would want to be in him. there but they were like yeah. no mr cruise if this is you will bankrupt the company if something goes wrong i guess but yeah that's yeah, yeah, yeah it does so, look it does look pretty poggers i think that's why he was over here for so long you know he was over here for quite some time and maybe he's he fucked off back home now i'm what not do you, sure what do you think he does when he's off, does, does he just wander around? I bet he loves Yeah, he it. does. He just went to like, he went to like Formula One and he just showed up to everything, right? Like, I think he showed up to some premiere that wasn't Top Gun. And uh, I think that he, I think he put his, his arm around like Kate Middleton's shoulder or something, which was oh like a huge God. breach in Deport protocol. the man. Get him yeah. out. And I think LeBron James has done the same recently as well. He touched Kate Middleton, which is a big no-no. Is Americans coming over here touching our future queens? This is this. You can't, <laughs> you, you can't touch her. Oh, you're I, not I did, allowed. Did I did I talk to you guys about this last week? I I, I fucking I'm so old now. I forget about. I, I had a dream about LeBron, right? Where okay. he's actually two people. Did I talk to you about this? No. What to like like what? like one person is LeBron and one person is James, or no. one person is Le and one person no, is no, Bron. No, no, no. So they combined their names. Right. of like Leon and Bronson. And they realized that they were both really good at basketball. They were twins. They'd recently moved from another town. This was like one of those weird lucid dreams where I was half awake, half asleep. And I was just kind of making it up in my head as I went along. And basically they concealed, they like I was in the dream. This was the biggest sports scoop of all time. I mean, can right. you imagine if you open the, the newspaper or you, you know, you looked at a news site, LeBron James, actually two people. Like you'd be oh like, my what? God. And the way he's maintained his career is that one twin plays on one night, the other one plays on the other night. And that way he's always fresh. He's always ready to play. And they're like, wow, you can't believe the number of minutes. Man, LeBron you had a in. full elaborate dream about this. Yeah. Jesus. And, and then as I, as this was happening, I'm, you know, my brain is adding details. Cause I'm like, 
like I do this sometimes when I'm not awake and not asleep. I think it's lucid dreaming is what they call it, where you kind of your brain is is like a, telling a story while you're sort of in and out of consciousness and you're adding details. So your conscious brain is fleshing it out and your subconscious brain is like throwing up weirdo ideas you have to accommodate. That's how I can't explain it better than that. Um, Man, my brain, first. like recently, my brain is just all about like when I'm just about to go to sleep, I'm thinking about how to do like optimal layouts for coal mines and, and <laughs> processing and shit like that. Like that's mm. all I think about now. Yeah. Well, that's your USSR game right there. Well, and yeah. before that, satisfactory as well. Right. I was doing a lot of the same, so my Knocks mind has been very occupied. Yeah. yeah. When you said the twins thing, yeah, I, I thought you meant that. They one of them was like really good at shooting. One of them was really good at like um, no no you know, no. They're free, both free, really free good. Throws. They're both really but good. I thought they blended into one. No no. They they take turns playing. Right. Uh, and the the if one of them is injured, like he conceals the injury because obviously they want to get the other one in because there's like appearance fees and stuff like that. They get paid every time they play. So the the other one recuperates in private, and the other one just has to come out there and play every night for a change, right? So they don't do the swapsies while the other one recuperates. Oh my god. And what, if, what if one was like the party one and started getting a bit fat? Yeah. <laughs> and the other one was like the the, the But the they stay on top one. of each other, it's like, come on, man. And they practice just the two of them. So they, that, that's how they do their training because, you know, that they, right. the other one... And the thing is, if you go into training, they're like, this is the new moves. You know, this is the new set play we're going to do or whatever. The other one comes home and says to the other one, all right, here's what happened at training today. Let me well, run you through it. You should pitch this to Hollywood because they would fucking It would be a great story, up. wouldn't it? Based on a true story <laughs> <laughs> in, that you thought in your dream. It's hard to like then not be, um, not think this is real now, though, from now on. Do you know what I mean? Now you've talked about this lucid dream so much. Yeah. You're gonna start thinking. I, I do occasionally. It does occasionally it's gonna happen. Get, it's gonna get to the pub in like five or ten years time, and you're gonna tell someone. You know, Rob, Rob James. He's actually two people. Where did I hear that? That's a good question. It's like I'm sure someone. So, I'm sure I, I don't know. This. It's just in the back of my brain. Yeah, I know. It's it's. Dangerous. This is how fucking like conspiracy theories get started yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah. Oh God, what if this shit. becomes a new one? Like, the, I was thinking the way you could explain his dips in form is that's when one brother's injured and the other one is having to play all the games and he's not used to it. And so, you know, well, you'll one see... brother um, could just be better. And so, like, exactly. the other brother does, so like, the less important matches, you right. know? Right, so you, but you, you wouldn't notice, you know, unless it was a long period. We're like, wow, LeBron's shooting is really off this month. And it's actually because he's recovering from a sprained ankle. You know, one of Le Leon is recovering from a sprained ankle. Bronson, meanwhile, is having to carry the weight of all of these games. And they're not yeah. used to playing game after game after game. They're used to having a day off. How, so, do they, how do they deal with the personal? I mean, that's the whole other thing, isn't it? You've got the other, the other they've got, both got their own wives. Or, no, no one can they know. share a wife. No one can they know. They share a wife. Yes, they, they are completely entwined. But which, which kid is which one of theirs? They made sure that they never revealed that, and a DNA test wouldn't reveal it anyway because they're twins. Oh, you're right. Oh, shit. They can't even find out which kid is. So they just this say... Is, this th writes itself. Yeah, I know. It literally <laughs> writes itself. Nice. Any Hollywood producers out there want to get in touch, oh, no. I copyright this. This is copyright, period, flax, 2022. That's a strong copyright. That's a yeah. good That's a good one to slap the, the copyright on, that's for sure. A copyright what written. you could do is you could reveal later that one of them had like a... a, a a genetic infertility, right? You could find out later that one of them there is was a way to tell. Oh, and that could like that could lead to them breaking. No, you know, the, I like mean, fracturing. So the obvious downfall is that one of them starts parting and the other one is taking it seriously. And he's like, "Come on, man! Like you can't do this." One of them gets a fucking face tattoo without you know he gets oh, drunk and gets what? a face tattoo, and he's like, "Now I've got to get a face tattoo, otherwise the jig is up." 
So like whatever any one of them and one of them is like pushing it, getting a getting a, a you know an eyebrow ring, a nose ring, face tattoo, becoming all Dennis Rodman, and the other ones having to do this just to keep up. So I thought that was quite that you know there's all kinds of ways you could fuck. Who with do it. you get to do the face tattoo? You'd have to have like people would have to know right, and they'd be like blackmailing you and stuff. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to oh. get the other twin to do the face tattoo and try to make it as good. Oh my god! And someone would someone would threaten to like fucking um reveal him so he'd have to like keep them quiet he'd have to like buy a gun and start thinking about killing them and like talking about it seriously this is just oh like a self-writing enemy you could have then thousands he's got, like, an of episodes he's got an alibi right he can always have an alibi and he'll never get in trouble and he he was like it can't have been Le they said it was lebron james but it can't have been lebron james was playing against the At Cavaliers. The so he's, he's literally, yeah. we saw him, he's on television. His lawyer's like, this is ridiculous. What, is, and then it, they'd be like, we have CCTV footage of LeBron James. Cavaliers like, is impossible. Cleveland. Is it Cleveland? Sure. Cle I think Cleveland he plays Cavaliers? for them, doesn't he? Are they still the Cavaliers? What a, what a name in 2022, eh? Like, <laughs> I don't know if he even plays for them. I'm sorry, basketball fans. I watch a bit of it, but I don't really know. No, he's like, he plays for the Lakers, right? I thought he did. I don't think he does anymore. I thought he played for... Don't they get drafted? How does it work? I don't know. Uh, he plays for the Lakers. He, he does yeah. play for the Lakers. Does yeah. it, does it, is it draft or how does it work? So the, like... you get drafted like in most American sports. They have the draft. They draft these kids out of high school and college and then the team gets them. A lot of American sports work like this. There's kind of like a minor league um but like that that is below uh like the like what would be considered the major league so like the nba the nhl uh major league baseball and uh nfl football are kind of like the like like the like the like the major pro leagues and then below that you've got like minor leagues and college um leagues and that's where all the, all of the drafting comes well, from no no the minor leagues in baseball at least is definitely not where the drafting comes from those well, minor league like... teams are owned by the major league teams. They're their farm teams. Yes. So they'll have triple A, double A, single A, and then rookie yeah. teams and stuff. And then, and, but they, their prospects usually come up through Yeah, they there. stick them in there. Yes. Like, so they get them out of high school and college and they stick them in the U team. Yeah. And then when, oddly enough, you like, if you think about football, you start playing football at a young age, just like you start playing baseball. Uh, uh, but there are plenty of footballers that start, get their Premier League debut at like 16, 17, 18. In yeah. baseball, it's not uncommon to be 24, 25 before you step up to the bigs. Yeah, I think it's a it it, it takes um I th I think it takes a, a little bit longer. I I'm trying to think if 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 anybody is is really that young joining. Um, I think I think the NBA is the most likely, but even then, normally they're kind of like already in their 20s because they're usually drafted out of college, right? Yeah. I love how America has like exported this system to like other countries as well. So the Indian Premier League for cricket, yeah. what they have is they have a very similar system where they even have like these specific teams um that are they're named they sound like cigarettes though because they're called the rajasthan royals right, right? <laughs> the chennai super kings these really yeah. do sound like, I like love brands that. of cigarettes the lucknow super giants the <laughs> gujarat titans that's a good name. Uh, and they've all got these very american sunrisers hyderabad they should just be called the gujarats and there's just like, you know, like the rat, like the Skaven themed Ooh. team. The Kolkata Knight Riders. The Calcutta oh, gonna yeah. cut you. The Calcutta <laughs> gonna cut you. They got a big knife. Oh, yeah. Like, you should have been in charge of this. 
so so they all look at they have these great logos and like these kind of like very I'm sure they do like halftime shows and mascots and the whole thing. It's, you know? it's huge in India though with cricket, isn't it? I mean it's absolutely massive. But it's such an American idea, like almost like carbon copy to a the franchise sport. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like but obviously that format just really just works so well. I, to, like, I, I think it works in terms of getting very rich people to buy into it. Because you, if you're going to launch a new league, you're basically looking for people that are like worth half a billion to a billion or more, or huge businesses to say, yes, we want to buy this slot. It's going to cost a fortune. But once we got the team, we can make all the money. And then if it doesn't work out, someone else buys the slot and moves it to another town, right? So it's designed to make sure that rich people can buy a team, guarantee it's going to be in the top league. Bam, we've got a slot and we can pump all these guys in and make a fortune for it. Like that, that's the, the reason it works, I think. I don't know if it yeah. works for fans, because if you look at uh, Seattle, at least, the Seattle Sonics, the team left, and Key Arena, which used to be their arena, was abandoned Super, basically for a long time. Yeah. Well, they, this happens in uh, with uh, with North American teams. They they'll get bought out and sometimes relocated. Like um, so, you'll have like uh, I'm just trying to think of examples of this, but it does happen. There's like, tons. Uh, There's like tons. Like the uh, I think the Dallas Stars, uh, the hockey team. I don't even know if they're the Dallas Stars anymore, but they used to be the Minnesota North Stars. So it was a team from Minnesota. That's a long way to go. <laughs> and uh, and it was bought. the The franchise was bought out, and the 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 new owner of the franchise just decided I I don't want anything to do with Minnesota. We're going to rebrand, and uh, we're moving I'm from, to Dallas. I'm from Dallas, so uh, the team is uh, is coming here instead. And then and and that's it. Like, and it happens not super often, but it can happen. They won the so. Stanley Cup in 1998. There you go. Well, 99. Sorry, 99. The Dallas Stars. I don't know if they're still the Dallas Stars. I've uh, I, I haven't kept up with any any hockey or anything. I've been watching some basketball stuff recently, though, because I watched uh, that winning time. And then off the back of watching that, we had like basketball fever. So we watched the last dance. I've seen it before, but I watched mm. the whole thing again. It's really and good. My it's wife really good. Uh, saw it for the first time, but uh, it was interesting because she she's never watched any NBA basketball. And I mean, NBA basketball is is popular worldwide now, but in the 90s, not so much so. And um, she only knew about Michael Jordan uh, because of um, his um, his um, clothing sponsorships, like shoes and stuff. You know, well, just massively famous too. He like, was, like was so massively famous, famous but like she never integrate. It's 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 osmosis through society. Sure, people, but she Wayne didn't... Gretzky. You know, people have heard of this guy yeah. Yeah, because. He's but famous. she didn't really appreciate that, like how good he was, you know, oh, like he was at, at basketball. Good. Yeah, she'd never seen, you know, the Bulls play or or anything. Um, she just she just knew that this was this like you know um, mega mega star from America who had his own his own shoes and stuff, and he was just very well known for basketball. But um, I think she was surprised. It's a really interesting story. But um, yeah, it was nuts. It's good. So it was a it was a good repeat watch. I enjoyed it again. It's a a great series, long but but good. Oh man! Well, I have to watch some of these things. You, <laughs> have you not seen the last out. dance? No, I haven't. Oh, it's, oh, really man, good. it's really good. Like Mrs. F doesn't care about basketball at all, and she really enjoys it. It's yeah. just fascinating. You don't need to be into basketball at all. It's just no. Really... I guess I'm always put off by sports stuff. You know, I, I just think it just doesn't. You know, I get the holes. That what is this giant hole? Um, 
recommendations instead of uh <laughs> yeah well i mean i also i was watching that f1 drive to survive thing i started watching that because a lot of people have been saying that's really good and has got them into formula one is it good and it's really good i watched the first episode i watched the second episode and i'm still interested i then got distracted watching other things but mm-hmm. it's really good because it's all the, that, the yeah. behind the scenes stuff one of the one of the the, uh, the worst thing that's happened in the first episode i think it was is this they this they've got a new pit crew or some new people on this team and they do a pit stop for the car they put new tires on and the car goes and is like no power guys and the car basically just grinds to a halt and they're like fuck we didn't put the front left tire wasn't on properly and they're like all right well we'll do it right next time the other car for the team comes in and they do the exact same thing put the <laughs> front left tire on wrong so they were in a great position this was a great position for the team they were going to do really well and they ended up with two no finishes. It was just, a, and the guy, like they spoke, they, you can see the boss talking to the guy afterwards. And I was just thinking, if that was me, I'd fucking fire this guy. Like, I'm sorry, you have one job as the tire guy. You put the fucking tire on the car. How could you trust him next time? You can't be, people would be wondering, why did this, this guy failed twice to do his one job, put tire on car, and you're going to trust him a third time? Come on. Anyway, it's interesting. Yeah, I gotta watch that. I, it's Good. one of those ones. I'm probably the same as Lewis with the Last Dance. You know, like I'm not into Formula Me One, and Me neither, I can't. But it's really I, good. I just can't motivate myself to watch it. But I'm sure it is very interesting. And some of these stories good. are pretty crazy, honestly. Like you can't. Like I have watched a couple of documentaries that it it blows your mind how either stupid or like um, weird some of these some of the people live in these. What fame does to you, right? Like. It does kind of. I if we started to watch the boys, um, season three on. I haven't on watched Amazon the um, the yeah. boys. Rec- rec- can recommend honestly. It wasn't taken by season two, but season three has been good so far. Yeah. Um, I still haven't watched. Uh, I still haven't watched season one. Actually, I need to. It's one. So one one's that I haven't good. Watched. Season one's really good. Yeah. He's the best villain, Homelander. He's, he's, he's really good. So good. He's such a. The thing is, he's so different to his um, actor. Right. His actor is like. I guess. Wants to be as far away from Homelander as possible because Homelander is the fucking new Joffrey, isn't he? He's like the yeah, he's a the real worst asshole. person you could ever imagine, um, and relishes it. And it's it is they talk about it a little bit in that, in a sense, like you know the problem with this problem with superheroes is that they 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 they're like toddlers. They they're out of control. They're just they just they just do whatever they want. Yeah, they don't have any no like, nothing you can do about them. They don't have any filters. They kind of just. They, they, if they if they feel like they can get away with it, they just do. And he's they almost imply that it's kind of inevitable that people who have everything go get get weird. But even worse than that is they are provably literally better than other people. Like they're mm. invulnerable to damage. You know, they can fly. They can shoot lasers out of their eyes. They're incredibly strong. Uh, you know, that you're not you can't harm them. So that gets into their head that they are better, and everyone's around them telling them they're a hero and how great they are. So their egos are out of control. Yeah. And then they see people as less than them. They dehumanize everybody. It's it's like they're they they just don't give a shit about people. They become completely self-centered and just hedonistic assholes. The comics are so much worse than whatever the TV show does. <laughs> oh, it's, like, is it actually based on the comic? I didn't yeah, realize yeah, yeah. I think it's it's Garth Ennis, right? The guy that did is it the guy that did Preacher? Preacher. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's Garth it is, Ennis. It's worth, yeah. a, it's worth a watch. So yeah, Gar- I'm enjoying as far it. as I know, so. Garth Ennis also did Preacher. Oh, the writer um, of the so he original... did he did Preacher and he did The Boys and uh, he's done a bunch of stuff as well. Uh, I think he I think he might have done quite a bit of stuff for 2000 AD, but I apologize if I'm wrong about that. His stuff is nuts, and there's way more sex and stuff like that in the uh, and genuine gore 
in the in the comics that you just you literally couldn't put in a TV show because it's just so fucking ridiculous. But apparently <laughs> with Preacher, Mrs. F watched the whole thing and I was like, they didn't do this, did they? She was like, yeah. I was like, this bit wasn't in it though. And she was like, yeah, it was. I was like, what about this bit? She was like, yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like they really did <laughs> leave stuff out. I was amazed. TV nowadays, man. It's no oh, 18, man. I'll tell you that. No, that's, that's for true. sure. Yeah. Um, just before we finish up, uh, did you guys get a chance to try out Workers and Resources Soviet Republic? <laughs> no, I did My game recommendation. I watched you play it for a bit, um, and then okay. I, I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I can invest." All right, I won't recommend anything else until you guys have both played uh, this. It's a okay. great game. By well, the way. Looks like that's to keep, the end of game recommendations, then. Yeah. So no, no recommendation this week. I can tell you what to avoid this week, though, because I know Diablo Immortal came out, and a lot of people are complaining about it. So maybe that's a must miss. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It could be like a reverse uh, recommendation. <laughs> I spoke, so Cy was been playing it on his phone a lot. <laughs> right. He hasn't spent any money on it yet. Yeah, or said he will. He's never gonna, said he's never going to spend any money. I think he got... He's actually got sick of it. But no, I think he did play it a lot and he said it was it was fine as a game. But I mean, I think he's he also hated Path of Exile and loves Diablo Universe. So he's, yeah. he's, in, he's in a really bad place around it because he wants a good Diablo game. You know, he loves Diablo. He's played all the other ones to death. He still plays Diablo 3 from time to time. So it's kind sure. of sad, right? I think yeah. we, we, we can all laugh at the the downfall of Blizzard and... and yeah, like but they their... have some beloved games that will never have a good sequel, <laughs> probably, well, the, if, like, the trend they continues. They have to continue to be innovative. And, and you know, if you're going to if you're gonna make bring out a Diablo game in a world where Path of Exile exists, you have to... It has to be competitive. It has to have... Yeah. It, but that's not the plan with this. The plan is to make a cash-in Chinese yeah, market it's whale a, hunting whales, yeah, exploitation yeah. game of shits. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure it'll do great um, and make millions and millions because they always fucking do because all these fucking shitty mobile games, lots of people out there have never played a game apparently. They've yeah. only got a phone. No, and there's and... a lot of people out there with uh, with with issues as well. It's it's And th sad. they think that this is normal. We've normalized this shitty fucking mobile wank. So yeah, it's sad, but just stay away from it, everyone. That's our top tip with the, the old Diablo. It's a top, yeah, big, uh, big tip of the week. A big voice. <laughs> big ups to the big tip of the week, I think. We didn't do a big ups this episode I as playing well. Mass, so. I mentioned Mass Effect last week, and I started playing the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm enjoying it. It's a blast. I forgot how cool that universe is and how it's great. It is. It's and... great. The first couple of games are so fucking good. And when I saw what people saying about the, th the third one or whatever, I was like, oh, well, I'll just skip that. And I'll have the yeah. happy memories of one the and first, two. The first and second game are so fantastic. They're Mass so Effect 2 good. was phenomenal. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, Mass Effect 2 was so yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm having, I'm having a blast shooting my way through it. Yeah, I'm really Mass enjoying Effect it. Mass Effect 2, uh, and I'm, I'm sure I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again because I don't give a shit. Uh, I finished Mass Effect 2. I did a full playthrough. And I immediately restarted and played through it again. It's the only game I've ever done that with. Wow. I just wow. wanted to like do different uh, things and see different like parts of the game, like through the dialogue and shit like that. Mm. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, I, I mean, it. also loved this week, uh, The Cycle Frontier came out. It's like a Tarkov alike. Uh, oh, yeah. Ooh. And unfortunately, the reviews for it have absolutely tanked. Uh, uh -oh. It's a free game, so the moment I saw that, I was very suspicious. A freemium? Is yeah, it a freemium I, I game? I think it's free, and you buy stuff in the game. And I was like, Oh my okay. god! It has the same Tarkov thing where you have to spend a hundred pounds to get some 
butthole spaces or whatever. Oh yeah. no, yeah. you get backpack space. Right? It's a shame. I caved in the end. I I, I got the uh, the super edition of Tarkov for the oh. big butthole space. I got but... I got given the the media edition when the game was in beta. Oh, for some reason, I, I think because it was made by Russians, they they were into Dota and they they were like, Perian, do you want a copy?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" So they. I got the big fancy copy with the big butthole yeah. and the trade. But all, it, all the mechanics you. around the butthole have changed now, anyway. So it's not as in what way great. Um, you you have to you still have to survive, right? It's you, always you, no, you, no, 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 no. Well, so, when you stash right. stuff in your butthole yeah, and so you die, you, you still you, keep the stuff, you can't but trade it loses. It, right? You can't sell it on the market. It's it's no that's longer right, found yeah. in raid. But yeah. that's nerfed everybody. That's nothing to do with buttholes because yeah. it still means I can take in more stuff that I then don't lose, like all my well, fancy meds. Well, the, the one it. thing people say about Path of Exile is, oh yes, it's free and it's it's not paid to win, but there is one thing that you do almost have to buy, which is the, the bag space, you know, the, the banks, bank slots. Like, yeah. Because it's impossible to play the fucking game without them. And so you do end up paying, you know, you're putting in some money for that. And Yeah, the and quality so, of life stuff in Path of Exile is worth it though, for sure. Like, well, I mean, and and no, for a game that's free, no, but what I'm saying is that that is essential. Like yeah. th those bag spaces are not quality of life. They are, but they're, so they're essential if you get game. into the game. Like I think yes, it's, it's not. not they're that. essential from pretty much if you play it for more than a couple of hours. Right, but that's you can't, it. So you, you can't could continue. Get it, play it for a few yeah. hours and be like, eh, no, if you don't have a loot filter as well, you're fucking done in that game. <laughs> like if you're, if you're picking up every goddamn. I guess thing. what I'm saying is it's not true. It's not true free to play. Yeah. Right? You can't earn those. You have to buy them. So in a sense, you're paying the game is part of Exo isn't free. It's it's fifteen quid or whatever. Okay, you know what I mean because you have to buy. Yeah, those bank sure, spaces. it's worth it though. Honestly, it's a good game. It's still, like I it. think for fifteen quid, it's still a good game. Yeah. yeah. I just I, I guess that the idea is it's like a you get people to download the the full game. If you put the word demo, they're going to think it's less than the game, and they know exactly. they're being denied stuff. You give them the full game. You say, yeah. look, it's the complete game, and then they yes. go, I, I yeah, I will I will spend money on this. Like that's. Yeah, the thing. It's. I think it's nice that 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 uh, easing you into something to see if you like it or not. Because but people it's are saying kind of the game, problem right? is not that. The problem is that the game is still incredibly buggy. That's the thing. Well, so yeah, a, a lot of the bugs that were in the beta are still in the game apparently. But yeah. hey, we'll see. I'm, I probably I, won't I, play it. So. I just think it's dishonest sometimes to to do that. But then again, again, we live in a mobile game universe where you know you can pay to win and and and. It's awful. Like the like the, the discrepancy is mad. Yeah, you know, what yeah. my standards are are very different to what the industry is willing to accept, or at least what to what the consumer base are willing to accept. I usually just justify it by by time. Personally, like I bought stuff in the past. Like I've bought you know um, cosmetic stuff in Dota when I played a lot of Dota. I've bought bits and pieces, but I always sort of think if I'm playing something that I and I haven't had to pay any money for it yeah but I've, I've sunk like 200 hours into it right i don't feel as bad right i feel no, like no, whatever no. like i've i've had like my value out of this game i i don't mind spending like five bucks or whatever Agreed. but i mean I've spent i've a never lot of money spent more than like say a hundred bucks on a game you're right right like well, all in hearthstone probably these yeah, um, maybe hearthstone actually yeah these um these these also these games are they have to exist in, in this world they're competing in this world you know so many games just fall by the wayside or get forgotten but you're a part of this world you can't you can't, you can't like you if you're a developer sometimes you you're forced into just doing what the successful game has done and that just leads you down yeah. to you know you have to lower your standards moral to, bar. To, 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 to be successful or all you you're you your own like path of excel's owned by this chinese 
you start by ten cent, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's gonna they're gonna they're they're not gonna I'm sure they have got their hands off largely and they're very happy with how it's going, but certainly, you know, they they were like, well, you know, we do want you to make money and we do yes. expect you to make money or else you're not gonna be renewed. So, you know. Uh, you better fucking, you know, do the things that make or money, else. like all the other people. Why are you not doing these things that are standard in the industry? Yeah, you know. So good call. Anyway, anyway, I gotta drive Mrs. F somewhere. All right. right, take it easy. Thanks everyone. Love you. Peace. Bye. 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 Bye.